This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com. This show is brought to you by Slice on Broadway. Supporting Pittsburgh podcasting with the perfect pepperoni pizza, sliceonbroadway.com. And listeners like you, support this show at patreon.com slash awesomecast. Sidekick Media Services. We are your sidekick in business for social media, video production, and more. Find out more at sidekickmediaservices.com. Time to get geeky, get awesome. It is the Awesome Cast, episode 467. I'm Mike Sorg at Sorgatron on the Twitter here in the uh, Mayhem, no, Sorgatron Media Studio. We were reminiscing about the Mayhem Studio uh, a little bit earlier in that time that Chilla um, cut all electricity to it right before the show. Uh, or was that during the show? What was that? It was right as we were about right to we, get started. That's right. John Chachilla is here. He's a gadget guru at Big Bank International Esquire. And, and cutter of electricity. And cutter of electricity. <laughs> yes, exactly. Also back in the studio is the Dutters. Hi. It's just all kinds of things. <laughs> I'm not going to try mentioning anymore. No, I just stuff things everywhere. <laughs> no, just things everywhere. Zombies, <laughs> you know. But did I see like a zombie at like a Honda dealership? Was that a thing I yeah. saw? It was what? a fundraiser. Just, okay, because I'm just like, are we doing, are we doing like live spots at at at, at Honda dealerships? Just, we just just show up places. It okay. was a karaoke contest. Oh, okay. Buy a car, get a zombie. Yeah, ah. <laughs> it's a bogo. Uh, and also back with us, as if he he's a guest with us to promote if he if he still had a podcast, who he would have as a guest, John Carmen. I'm not prepared to promote that, but <laughs> that was a fun topic we came up I'm with. I'm just saying you're ago. a person that used to have a podcast. I, used, I am a person And we wonder who you would, you would interview these I'm days. I'm the guy on the couch next to Dutters. Yes. So that's pretty exciting for me right now. Yep. I didn't know she'd be here, so I'm Surprise. super happy about that. Breaking <laughs> the trend, right? What was the trend? The, I think that she wasn't here when you were. That is That has been the trend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's been really disappointing. And honestly, it's it's destroyed our relationship yep. so we oh, no okay. longer speak oh okay <laughs> except for on the show on the show okay it's a treaty we just come public up with. appearances yeah <laughs> <laughs> everything's great nothing with a zombie you know yeah uh also producer missy is in the house as well as uh apprentice michael is with us as well he's off there he is there's his hand for you guys on video <laughs> he's hanging out learning learning as i push all the buttons over here the hard way of not to do your podcast. Uh, <laughs> that is my first role. It's like, hey, you want to start a podcast? Don't do anything that I do right now. <laughs> so, actually, literally, somebody did ask, I want to start a podcast. Can you help me? I'm like, yes. Um, have 10 ideas for podcasts. Get a microphone. Talk. Do them. That's yeah. it. So, well, do, yeah, see if do, it works. And do see if it works. Five before you put anything out there. Yeah, exactly. It's like, like, see if it works. You've never talked to the microphone before? Do that. And find out if you have a podcast is what it is. If you're just like, you know, somebody trying to do this thing, you know, now if you're like a company trying to do this thing, I got a lot more rules for you. Uh, mm-hmm. So that's a lot of them. And, and we break half of them. Um, anyways, but anyways, this is the awesome cast. Uh, we have been podcasting for a good long time now. Jeez, I think we're creeping up on 10 years. If I have my, my dates right. I'm going to let Missy do the anniversaries because I screwed it up a couple years ago. Uh, anyways, uh, you can check us out at awesomecast.com uh, where you can find uh, all of our back catalog and some old interviews. Oh, hey, we pulled over the awesome chat interviews. You might have got some weird updates in your um, 
iTunes or something. Uh, all of the awesome chat interviews are uh, uh, got pulled over into the main feed. So if you want to go back through the catalog there and check out a lot of the old conversations, because we're really kind of folding it back in with, you know, we had Matt Stroud with Post-Industrial, who we actually ended up kind of interviewing Chilla in, for, in the long run. <laughs> I really liked him as a guest. We he, should bring him back. He was good. We completely threw out the format, but it was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. So he was just like asking about like what you're doing with, like how like I learned about how your, your home assistants basically like monitor your your child and it's it was fascinating but it's, it's not necessarily they monitor him i don't want to seem like that i've replaced babysitting with that but it helps it's, it's, they've, they've definitely changed the way we interact with the house anyways he goes into detail on that last episode and i, I encourage everybody to go back if you didn't listen to that drone uh, parenting drone, drone parenting it's, it's, it's no so, longer helicopter parenting. yeah no, you don't have to actually have a helicopter anymore which <laughs> drones are cheaper yeah there's there's less of a barrier to entry now (laughs) fantastic that's and that's progress also awesome cast on the twitter uh facebook we have a great awesome cast facebook group where a lot of you are dropping in there and uh uh uh, giving us a lot of uh thoughts and stories and everything throughout the week please subscribe and rate us on your favorite podcast app and watch video versions on facebook and youtube and uh of course please ask your home device uh your google home your amazon echo or whatnot to play the awesome cast podcast another way that you can get us and we're here every tuesday at awesome cast facebook live a lot of other platforms and if you're on any of those other platforms please uh come on over to the come on over to the awesome cast uh facebook so you can be part of the chat room just like uh brandon in kansas city and dave potter uh in the chat right now um and if you uh catch us later and have anything to say about this episode please hit us up on twitter at awesome cast with the hashtag ac467 and continue the conversation thank you to our audio partners the 405 media.com they're streaming us every weekday as well as uh over at post industrial audio at postindustrial.com sharing the great pittsburgh podcast and help us out uh thank you to our patreon supporters patreon.com slash awesome cast our friends at the coffee club five dollar level uh matt weller john diggy DeGore, and john carmen still supporting the show yeah i'm here <laughs> thank you are you, uh, are you at the wooden, I'm saying, wooden nickel level you want me to just pay you now or? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no that's fine that's fine and also thank you fan of the show dollar our longest run, running uh patreon supporter michael fedor who my favorite fedor is yes you <laughs> His next podcast. Because you, because you, you connected him. Met, met, met his brother. Yes. Well, you met him before, haven't you? Yeah, but I didn't know. You didn't know the. I connection. didn't know they were brothers. Mm-mm. Mm, I learned a thing. Yes. <laughs> it's like on uh, Agents of Shield. Yes. Like so many Patton Oswalds. So many Patton Oswalds and Cree and blue guys and. Anyways, you can support the show and aliens at patreon.com slash awesome cast. Aliens. Let's get into our awesome things of the week. Chilla, what do you got over here? What do I have? What do you have? So I have an app location for Mac OS, and there's a couple of these around for iOS. And it's called one. Make Pass. Make Pass. So if do you use like the passes in your wallet on your device? In my what, what do you like mean? you like have a movie ticket or like ticket? Yeah, to, yeah, like AMC, like Steel City, and Starbucks, Con, or, and yeah, they yeah. show up in your ticket wallet. Ticketmaster, right? yeah, yeah. Well, this application lets you make your own passes mm. so you can take like the barcode off your library card or you Whoa. can take pretty much anything that's a qr code or a barcode or anything that's scannable as a picture mm-hmm. you 
set like the foreground and background colors, any logo information, whatever the graphic image you want up there. And then you hit send a phone and you can even set like, Hey, I want this pass to activate on such and such date. Um, you can give it a bunch of parameters and then it actually sends the pass off to your phone, which I thought was pretty darn cool. And it has different pass type templates, whether it's a boarding pass, a coupon, an event ticket, a store card, etc. Boarding pass. Yeah, so you if you had like the QR code, I wonder if they would accept that with the security. Yeah, um, it's well, it, it's the same as like the basically you're taking like your boarding pass thing. I mean, like Southwest, you want to make a, your own Southwest one, yeah. but they already have one, so you wouldn't. Really they already be, have one, so you don't necessarily need it for that. But are if you talking about maybe like like uh, an airline that maybe doesn't have that feature, correct. or a bus, like maybe a bus. Spirit Air or something like that. Yeah, yes. bus. Yeah, it makes sense too. Or I'd have to see it in action because I mean, we go to the gym and I use my keys, and my boyfriend uses his phone and then stands there for an extra thirty seconds trying to get it to scan. So tell him to turn his brightness up to a hundred percent before Ooh, he scans. We'll try that. Yeah, that's actually what um, when you're when they're checking people through. Like I know at Southwest, they're mm-hmm. like, turn your brightness up. Okay, and actually, the wallet itself will do that automatically. But if you're doing it in the app. It becomes a problem. So, so I'm always worried about like the app going to the background or whatever. So mm-hmm. a lot of times, even for like, even I flew Delta recently and I, so I open up the app, grab the boarding pass yeah, and then screenshot it yeah, I'll do that and put it in too. my photos app because I was like, well, if the pass goes to the background or I get logged out of the app or mm-hmm. whatever, I'm going to be fumbling. But that's what the wallet's right. for. So. Right. But that's what the wallet's for. Yeah. If for. it's anything else, so, um, if, if yeah. it's something you can't throw in a wallet, like. Uh, we were we used we went to Cleveland last night for for WWE and it, we was with StubHub and it didn't have a wallet app and then we got like these seat upgrades because they ended up like tarping off our area or something for TV so it was this like fast ticket like fast seat something app that I've never seen and it looked like like the app looked like it was still made for like the iPhone four and they never upgraded like the size of the buttons you know like mm-hmm. the keyboard's mm-hmm. too huge and I'm like on a freaking eight plus. Right, and I was, was just it like, flash seats. Yeah, flash yeah. seats. That's the one uh, at the Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse. I think I got the name right. I don't know. It's still the gun to me. I don't go up there that <laughs> often. Um, but anyways, uh, but um, yeah. So it was just like it'd be nice to turn that into a thing I could stick in my wallet, right? And that's what this app would would do practically, pretty much. Okay, turn any yeah, turn anything into a, a wallet. Whatever they I dig call it. it, tile or whatever. I keep losing my library card too. For ninety nine cents, it's probably worth the try it out and see what you think. Mm. It doesn't let me buy it on the iPad. No, because it's for Mac OS. Uh, oh, it's Mac OS. So there's only there's a couple other ones for <laughs> iOS. This is the only one for Mac OS, and I kind of like this okay. from the the UI perspective. And it's to me, it's easier to grab a screenshot of something or snip something out of an mm-hmm. email. Mm-hmm. And throw it into here, but it sh- it ships it off to your phone. All right. Well, um, before I get to my techie thing, um, Katie, what is your awesome? Thing I don't have anything. Oh, it's been time. a rough week. It's been a rough week. <laughs> we'll give you a minute. Oh, thank I'll you. give you some time here. You're oh, next. Uh, <laughs> so, so I've been I've been poking at something now. I've been um, doing streaming. We we actually since we were we were up in the game with some of our stuff. We were doing the wrestling productions. This, this year, and um, we picked up, we, we got like the high end like Vimeo set up for live streaming. And I remember we looked at things like this like back before and back when we 
talked to um, the one guy from Livestream before they got bought by Vimeo, and you have you know remember your little Mevo camera and everything, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I Stick Cam was my favorite. Stick Cam, that's right. But uh, well, of course, Vimeo Livestream have come together, and we've been using a lot of the platforms like VHX and the Vimeo for VOD and everything, and uh, and of course you know their live streaming component now in Vimeo at least. So it turns out when you hey, and this is not cheap by the way <laughs> to get on the platform we are now it actually includes its own software for streaming which is kind of cool and uh so we're, we're exploring this as a as maybe a a replacement for some of some of our productions uh and it has a lot of the features that that the higher end um versions of like even what we use here in the studio um um does but we, we still gotta see how it kind of integrates with the hardware we have but chili the part that i thought was interesting in here and i gotta see if i can find out. one we could mix so oh, ideally there it is Ideally, we can mix Mevo cameras along with this. Hmm. And seemingly, when as I was reading through this, if you have a 4K camera, you can do the Mevo thing of cropping. The pre predefined the, the, the locations predefined for cropping. cropping yeah. Apparently, will happen just with a 4K camera. Now, I was suspect of that sensor in the Mevo camera, mm-hmm. remember? Because I'm like, well, you know, it's a little one, but it's 4K. How great can that be? It's like taking a 4K with your cell phone, right? Like, mm-hmm. how good is that 4K going to be? And But now, like, let's say I have, like, a crazy black magic 4K camera like we used on that boxing shoot a couple months ago for, uh, for uh, I think we are on UFC Fight Pass or something. Like, what if I had one of those for a production and we're only streaming 1080 and maybe just capturing, you know, local for, for post or something? I can now just set one of those up as my hard cam and do the multi-shot thing. Nice. Like that is a really it's an easy cool UI to get to get going. It I, is. I didn't feel like it was very complex. And it's it, well, it, well, that was through the app and everything. Mm-hmm. And this is doing it through like an entire like switcher thing, like what we use here. So mm-hmm. imagine that integrated in what we do. Um, so that's kind of a nice thing. And there's some options in here, like half the features, like we're not even going to touch for. For, for the productions we're doing. Can it like, do 360? Can it do 360? I did not see anything for a 360. The software we have now can do 360. I've tested it. But what the heck? We haven't we haven't found a practical use for it, mm-hmm. right? Who's who's sitting with a, a VR headset? Now, more people now are. My favorite was it's, when you used to do the, it was the wrestling show, and you would have the opposing side up on a fake TV up behind them. Oh, what? Didn't you do one where you had like, a bunch of people in the studio. Yeah. And you would, didn't you, was it, was it 360 or what did you do to make it where like you had a, there wasn't a real TV on the wall, <laughs> but you placed like an, Oh yeah. Because, because it's just video. like, it's so basically it was a 360 thing and, and, and you kind of learn how to deal with it as a flat surface in editing. And if you put an image in there and shaped it correctly, it would look like it formed right into the wall. So, I mean, that's what we did when we did the Scarehouse one. That's how we, like, put the logo at the bottom mm-hmm. and everything like that to cover up the tripod, right? Um, so, it, it's a lot easier than it sounds, actually. It's just it's just formatting into it. And so, um, WWE would do that where, like, you you're, they have the interview on the one side, and then you turn your head the other way, and there's, like, footage that they're talking about just projected on the wall. One of those they shot here in Pittsburgh in, like, a room at, at the PPG Arena. You know, it's random because... They, you could see all the courts because mm-hmm. <laughs> you can't hide anything. 
but um but no i'm excited for this and exploring kind of what we can do with this and um and again we kind of have an odd setup with the black magic uh hardware that we have and everything so it really i'm just looking for something that does the graphical stuff and maybe brings in an extra camera or something like this the wi-fi cameras and 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 a browser-based uh, situation for this. So um looking for this. And we have some really interesting streaming uh, productions coming up in the next couple of months, actually. So looking forward to get those, help those get a little bit smoother, um, which is always a goal for this. So hopefully, and again, that is the, um, if you want to look at that, if it's uh, Vimeo Livestream Studio 6 live production switcher software, this is probably a little high-end for people out there that are doing um, kind of more... Uh, hobbyist video production i guess i should say um like i would still kind of look at your wirecast and vmix solutions probably uh but this might be a nice a next step up uh for those out there but katie that give you enough room <laughs> yeah okay i got a smart jacket smart jacket <laughs> from levi's it's a trucker jacket it's a jean jacket and it's the future of technology and clothing <laughs> 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 it's amazing. Uh, it's a Sherpa trucker jacket with a jacquard by Google. Seamlessly merges iconic style with innovative technology. So there's a little tag tucked inside the sleeve. And you got a whole bunch of little things you can swipe and doodles. Uh, you can talk to uh, My Day, ask your Google Assistant to give you real-time updates about sports, news, and weather. Or always together, it'll let you know when you leave your jacket or your phone behind. <laughs> I, okay, uh, Missy, I need something with this. I don't know about a jean jacket, but <laughs> can I just have this integrated? You could probably just take the doohick off of the jean <laughs> jacket. <laughs> just put it in every jacket, because how many times have I left my jacket behind somewhere? <laughs> Jeez. Perfect. This will, that'll help you. Instead so, of a tile, just go all in with this. Yeah, exactly. And you so, can play music, take photos. Technology got rid of truckers, mm-hmm. and we gave them jackets. Yes. Okay. Well, they were cold when they had to live outside. It's <laughs> a <laughs> homeless trucker jacket. Wow. But, but so th- this is kind of their, um, I mean, this is kind of the, the, uh, the, the tactical, what the, what the heck was it? The Scott, the Scotty Scotty vest. Yeah. Scotty vest. Scotty vest. Yeah. Uh, so they're, so it's gotten into the name brands now, basically, right? Yeah. It's, so. yeah, it's, it's a, it's going to be a daily life thing. Look at this thing go. And then it also tells you when your uh, your car, your ride share shows up and mm-hmm. tells you who's driving it. It's nice. <laughs> Jeez. Because you no longer what? have a truck. No. Yeah. <laughs> you got to get rides everywhere. It's really just syncing into like a phone app or something. Right? Oh, yeah. Like, it's uh, not, like, Jacquard is the uh, phone app. Right. Right. So it's not like we didn't put like that much technology into this, but like just enough. You know, can, disclaimers contains one jacket, one Jacquard tag, and one micro USB charging cable. Ta-da. You know, they're just like there's a place for this. Like yeah. there's there's a holder. There's it's a place on your to back. Stick this. It's, what's that? You said there's a place for this. I said it's on your back. Oh yes, in this stylish jean jacket. So when you need to complete that Canadian tuxedo, <laughs> go with Levi. We got something for you. <laughs> we got something for you. Men's, ladies, it doesn't matter. It's nope. not cheap. No, no, uh, no! It's a two hundred dollar jacket. So. Well, then if it's lined, it's two fifty. Oh, uh-huh. wow! You need your sherpa, your fuzzes, to be warm. <laughs> John Carmen. Oh, finally! <laughs> finally! Well, yeah, I got done. I have to put the segue before the segue. Right, you had to buy time for. I had to buy shit. time. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we had a lot going on. It's it's really. I know it's been a while, but it's really hard to run a podcast, John Carmen. <laughs> <laughs> 
You know, I never really ran it. I just kind of did the text Things stuff. just kind of happened, right? Yeah. You just like the microphones work and things happen in front of me. I How just you... knew there were a lot of drag queens. In yeah, I used to, I learned a lot about the drag queen That's what I'm world. About. It was educational. Yeah. Imagine now. So yeah. um, there's this is more of a local update, but there's a, uh, a book called uh, Pizza Walk Pittsburgh, a mm-hmm. pizza guide to Pittsburgh covering <laughs> the last 10 years of pizza culture in Pittsburgh, and it just got fully funded yeah. yesterday on, uh, on Kickstarter. So uh, we can link to that in the show notes, and um, they I think they still have seven days to go if you want to back this book, get a copy of it. And they mention a lot of the local pizza places. I mean, it's probably a good read if you like, if you're interested in pizza and pizza culture in, in any city. Um, but it follows the modern pizza culture as it, as it has occurred over the last 10 years. And one big section is on Slice. Ooh. And uh, Rico, the owner, said the book captures Pittsburgh pizza perfectly. So they really like alliteration over there. They've been Slice. listening to our ads. And... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So that's uh, Dan Tallarico is the author of that, who is uh, writing and printing it. And uh, he has uh, his blog is Pizza Walk With Me, local pizza guy. And I think he's a friend of the show as well. Absolutely. Pizza journalist, I should say. A pizza journalist. That yeah. needs to be on somebody's card. Mm-hmm. I'm sure card. it's on one person's card. At least that guy. Uh, <laughs> anyways, that's awesome. But hey, speaking of Slice on Broadway, they're our friends. They feed us. On this podcast, uh, supporting a Pittsburgh podcasting with a perfect pepperoni pizza. See, I don't know where they got that, Carmen. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Did you do that? Did, did I, you do that to him? What did I? Did, did I, you? Did you create the alliteration? Yeah, we created that. Okay. Yeah, we've we've been doing it for a while. So he's yeah, he's running with it. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, it's it's great pizza, Pittsburgh pizza. Perfect, That's why you have the pop pepper, filter. Perfect pepperoni pizza with the pop filter. That's why I hide behind this pop filter, especially during this commercial. Uh, anyways, right up the street, the original up here in Beachview, in Carnegie PA on, his, PA on your way out to the airport, East End and PNC Park, home of the Pittsburgh Pirates. Not that there's a lot going on there right now. Uh, <laughs> but go check them out, our good friends, and some good pizza. I know uh, somebody, oh, wasn't uh, uh, somebody, was it their gym or something in the East End? And there's a slice right around the corner, Katie. Weren't we, were we both getting those pictures from somebody? Lately, and they're like, I think I made a good decision because two doors down is a slice on Broadway. So I wish there was one near my gym because I'd go to Pizza Monday if it was Slice. There you go. Yeah. So check them out, sliceonbroadway.com, and let them know the awesome cast <clears throat> sent you. Hey, uh, let's check in real quick and see what's going on with. Uh, I, I actually was checking in with Chachi on his. Uh, uh, thousand one uh, game journey at thegamejourney.com, and I understand that they're going to get a little more wordy. Um, this is Chachi is like like really got into like journalism right now. Like he's he's really digging into it. He's like he writes about pizza. He, no, he's not. No, he's <laughs> writing about video games. Oh, John, other kind uh, of <laughs> so uh, he's up uh, really big into the Super Nintendo era with Secret of Mana, Harvest Moon. And uh, and Final Fantasy, I don't know, the numbers get really fuzzy in the Super Nintendo era. Uh, three and six, depending on what country you were in. And I can see it really obscure stuff, but this is on the big list of, I woke up, Siri, of games you should play. Thousand one games you should play before you die. Go check out what he's doing over at thegamejourney.com. Uh, plug our buddy of the show, Shachi, over there. All right, so my mom... <laughs> Your mom? My mom has contributed uh, to the show this week, uh, apparently. 
And um, is she writing in the show notes? Yes. No. 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 She was in the. She was in the Awesome Cast <laughs> Facebook group. It's all coffee. We're all, we're. I'm losing my voice over here. I might have to have one of you guys take over for me in a minute. Um, but anyways. So uh, I was excited when I found uh, several weeks ago that there's a Roomba iRobot Roomba uh, mower that I really want because it's like I think I probably have the perfect size yard for something like that. Um, but there's apparently also uh, a, a, a robot named Beetle. That's, a, that's <laughs> Beetle without the last E. It's, it's so an cool. autonomous robot that hunts down dog poop and picks it up for mm-hmm. you. Much like my dog will hunt down the cat poop and... Pick it up for you. Yeah. <laughs> I bet it does a better job than Beetle, too. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's a little... It looks like a little tractor in this picture, apparently. Um, and I love I love how, how there's just a woman just frolicking with her dog, you know, in the background here. Just like, well, it's just mindfully taking care of the poop. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> This is amazing. This is the close-up shots are pretty good too. Uh, let's see. Uh, it has a sealed container inside where poop is contained for disposal. <laughs> you like articles with the word poop? This is for you. Look at this. Look at this. So here's all the uh, tracking it does for your yard and everything. So uh, I love. I love if you're on audio. This presentation at whatever you know, whatever this this uh, this. Uh, 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 show off event is it's like their booth and they have some some fake carpet fake grass carpeting and some little pieces of poop <laughs> you didn't say fake poop it's probably I'm uncomfortable poop. that you didn't say fake poop you said I, fake it's unconfirmed grass. look i mean the dog is challenging it now uh <laughs> <laughs> oh good there's a video <laughs> so uh, but no this is seriously like something that could be pretty helpful for you in your city that is 100 suburban useful. yeah uh, uh area like sure. I love the the mower idea. I would put it in my neighbor's yard, and then you know because obviously, like if my neighbor caught me mowing in his yard, yes, you know that could be a problem. But if yeah. I put a robot in his yard, I could feign ignorance. Well, the robot didn't know, right? I didn't. I don't know anything about this robot. You know, or you, you could say drone. it's your robot, and it must become self aware and yeah. decided his lawn needs decided that you needed some help. I over actually there. don't have lawn, so he can keep the robot. I just don't want the mosquitoes. Okay. Fair. Fair. Mm-hmm. Well, well, we were figuring out uh, um, when Missy was telling about this one, and I love there's definitely shark robots uh, ads all around us, too. Um, <laughs> we, we want the boa robot, and we want the poop robot, and, and we want to see if they'll fight in the yard. Ooh. And have our own robot wars. Don't, I've, I have a pool robot. I have gotten in so many fights with that robot. With the pool robot? Yeah. Never sober. But it, mm. they're well, aggr- they're aggressive. Well, it started with you. I don't know why it has to you know give you trouble. I'm not. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not innocent. I'm not saying I didn't start some of the fights, but <laughs> they can get ugly. Well, at least our U.S. military is uh is keeping up. Um, as I know, I swear every, uh, I I think every one of you out here, we all shared this. We all like this. We all because it just resonates. <laughs> Uh, the U.S. military <laughs> will no longer use floppy disks to coordinate nuke launches. And when I say floppy disk, that's the big one. <laughs> it's the five and a quarter. It's the five and a quarter. When that's, they were still actually floppy. That's that's what I played Oregon Trail on. The kind you um, bet your friends you can get someone's panties for. What? 
16 candles, anyone? No. It's been a while. It has it's been, been a while. It has been a while. I still watch it. <laughs> it's not it is not in my regular rotation. Um but uh yeah, so again, you know, it's secure. Uh they were running it on what was it, an old IBM series uh one uh Sax computer. Um you know, I guess if it's secure and it worked for so long, it sure. So I wonder what the read so like SSDs have Mm-hmm. A finite life for read write, mm-hmm. especially on the right side. How new are these floppies? Like, I wonder how long. Like, what's the differential? Like, does a floppy last longer than an SSD? Maybe through a nuclear winter. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's the reason. Is, I don't know. Is anyone manufacturing floppies? Um, probably someone exclusively for high for the military, right. high tax dollars mm-hmm. for the military. They right? probably pay more than an SSD um, per sure. floppy. Absolutely. I They're military-grade floppies. <laughs> military-grade <laughs> floppies. That sounds like a title. Um, yeah. Anyways, uh, Chris Whitlatch has a bunch of uh, uh, extra stuff in here, too. Always keeping us on some of the uh, uh, fun gaming things going on. Uh, he, I saw this around a bit, too. Uh, the Monty Python Black Knight statue talks and features flesh wound action. <laughs> so it's detachable and again back to old movies if you're not familiar with monty python and holy grail i do believe it is on netflix or amazon uh right now so you can go check that out i think i at least saw life of Brian it, yeah i saw that on netflix yeah. but what are, i mean if we put it on a stand it's not an action figure it's a statue well i mean but if you yank its arms off then it's an action figure that's an action <laughs> yeah i had a c-3po that did that yeah exactly uh looks like uh it looks like it's it's magnets and every he-man figure mm-hmm. every he-man figure yes every uh so thanks for sharing that this is the um let's see if there's a available right here see if they got the official retail of it so you guys will have a link in the show notes as well uh also the tough mutter lawn founder that's the the tough uh 5k obstacle course craziness um actually uh, a friend of ours in wrestling uh just participated in one and he was like sick for a week afterwards and was still dealing with it because he he had yelled he had yelled at somebody in in the ring and I thought he was going all Batman on me you know <laughs> like Christian Bale Batman I'm just like what was that you know um, but uh, the Tough Mudder founder launches an immersive video gaming experience in London it's an electronic theater that offers Londoners the chance to play collaborative video games in an interactive digital room so um, not as earthy probably as the other thing that he's they're doing. not actually running tough mutter courses no 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 no, no. The, this this is more of a, a big interactive like we're talking vr we're talking interactive uh experience rooms and everything like that we got a accompanying video here for you guys on audio with us if it loads <laughs> to show you uh so but i mean that's the thing like well, what i was talking about the other day like it seems like now's the time to say hey let's go on a vacation in new york city to just like hit all these interesting interactive rooms because a lot of these like ghostbusters vr experiences and things like that i think i think the avengers uh, vr experience is up there now too the damage control one that's been going around um so like i mean these are popping up and it's kind of like you know kind of like how we're getting escape rooms everywhere right because you're going to see like these now these are this actually reminds me of a black mirror episode because there are these um you the one that they're showing has you know these these sensors on on your hat they're motion tracking they're hats. motion tracking hats and then there's like 
like arcade games on all four walls projecting on the walls like like pac-man and stuff like that so and you're like kind of following it with your head so that's a pretty cool one i haven't seen that application before so and we'll have a link to that for you guys to see the video in the chat room too all right uh as i'm losing my voice uh katie can you tell me about sidekick media service i hear we do some things around here you do some things you are (laughs) sidekick media from sporting events to music video productions to conferences and everywhere in between the team at sidekick media services has you covered as a sidekick to your superhero project what next big thing can they help you with find out more at sidekickmediaservices.com just like the commercial we play (laughs) yeah i was like oh do my commercial it was a live read Thank you. Thank you. I'm, I'm, I'm losing it here. And I have another show to do after this, too. Um, let's get into the, the stories here. Carmen, tell me what Walmart's up to. Uh, well, I think I predicted that we would have our first uh, theft for when, the, what was it, Amazon started delivering inside your house. Oh, jeez. Uh, and I video. haven't heard of any thefts involving Amazon delivery, but I, I mean, we have some shady activity. But I really think now that Walmart is putting your groceries in your fridge... Someone's going to steal something. <laughs> You're going to uh, come home to a half-eaten banana? <laughs> yeah, someone's going to take something, mm. at least a banana. You know, We're going to have a banana theft. This Walmart direct-to-fridge delivery is available in three cities, uh, somewhere, somewhere, and Pittsburgh. <laughs> oh, good. Is one of them. And oh, good. really excited about this. I will not do it. Mm-mm. I can put my own grocers away. But, you know, there are times when I wish I had someone Listen, to Listen, man, that. I can't even get them to deliver to my house. They'll deliver here to the office, but not three blocks away to my house. Really? So yeah. you're going to have to put the fridge in the office? Uh, that, well, <laughs> I mean, we have a fridge here, but we'll just have to get our own, too. Uh, just, you know, to then take them home, I guess. Uh, but, yeah, we, and there's a video of this that was on the Facebook um and 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 it shows like apparently you'll get a notification and can see a live video from them holding the phone as they're entering your house right you need to have the you need to get the level home smart lock or the nortec garage door controller they'll install it for free though and then i think it's it's about twenty dollars a month Mm -hmm. monthly fee uh minimum thirty dollars for groceries but that's fair someone's coming to your house um i guess you can't tip i don't know but not for me. I don't. Um, I could see like I could see a bachelor doing this. You know, mm-hmm. someone who doesn't have stuff. Do you think I'll get notifications on my jean jacket? <laughs> <laughs> then it all comes together, right? <laughs> so, um, I, I think not for anyone with dogs. No, 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 no. no. That way, there's got to be a policy against that. Like in general, if mm-hmm. you have dogs, you are disqualified from right. using this service. Because I mean, just geez, the 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 issues on that alone liability would be an issue. Sure. Yeah, the liabilities on that alone. Um, yeah, I. It, it's like, oh, hey, you know, is this them trying to one up each other? I guess they're really in direct direct competition with Amazon. The way we're seeing their services pop up, Best Buy now has same day deli- next day or same I think it's day, next day next day delivery. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, there's it's a they have to. It's a rush to fill your fridge. <laughs> you can get your fridge delivered by be- by Best Buy next day. Can I get a free and then you can fill? have Walmart come over that afternoon and sh- and stock it up. And then if Walmart gets there a little early, it's going to be awkward. <laughs> Where do you want this? Will Best Buy actually fill the stuff into the fridge if Walmart just Best leaves Buy it behind? Coming. We're not being paid to fill the fridge. We listen. <laughs> Well, you set it around the fridge, on top of the fridge, and be like, "Well, we did our, we did as best as we could, as as dictated." Uh, we'll see, we'll see. Um, 
Uh, Chilla, I understand you were having fun with Overwatch, but uh, I, 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 I've I did seen see so some many, negative stuff about I've that. I've seen so many people post negative, and maybe I'm not a serious enough player because I am a very casual every well you're weeks. like me and and john we enjoy like Fortnite on our phones right i, we, I think we're not considered the hardcore gamers yeah. um so, all the hardcore gamers are on pc for Fortnite. yeah <clears throat> but obviously I, the overwatch i feel like there's a decent enough following too on console as much as there is maybe i'm wrong as much as there is pc mm-hmm. but so i picked up overwatch for the switch um it was kind of a bummer because it was down the morning it released for like Overwatch server updates, but it was down across the board. It wasn't just for the Switch. Um, I fired it up. I got some free stuff for pre-ordering. I started playing. Um, I felt like it was cool, and I actually liked like the tilt gyro motion kind of aiming a little bit. I only play with a couple different characters, mm-hmm. but I had fun with it, and people were complaining, you know, it, it doesn't look as good on the TV screen. I can't tell you. I mean, I rare, unless Christopher and I are playing Mario Kart together. I mean, the switch is getting passed back and forth on the couch. So I rarely have it. I must be like the oddball. Case. Here's the question too. Are you playing overwatch on like a 4k Xbox in comparison? Right. Yeah, I am. That's but... probably who's complaining about it. Because remember, like when we're talking about like video game reviewers or something, they're like, "I got my stacked out, you know, <laughs> PC or Xbox One X with my 4K television." And then we can go to the Switch, which doesn't even have 4K. I say doesn't even. Yeah. Seriously, I'd be surprised you even know. if in in like undocked mode, it's probably like 720p. And they did. They did trim it down to 30 frames per second. Yeah. But on that small screen, I mean... And the, what, when, it's on the, when it's on the small screen, it's running 720. When it's on the big screen, it's running 1080. Is that correct? I don't know. I don't think... I'd be surprised if they were even trying to push 1080 on the big screen. Right. I think, I think they do. But still, like, that's not what your high-end full-on... Like, it, it's running it on half the computer if you compare it to the other consoles. So, I mean... And I feel like Overwatch was built for something else, and it's just been ported everywhere. So I'm sure the code behind it's definitely a mess. Oh, absolutely. And I and I hear at BlizzCon we may be getting word of an Overwatch two, but um, which is I think in November. Well, hopefully on all the consoles since they're just sweeten the yeah this on the Switch, right? But I I mean I, for a game that you can pick, it's it, to me it's like a Mario Kart type game. Mm-hmm. I can pick it up, I can play one match and be done <clears throat> in like five minutes. And then I can move on if I want to. And the Switch makes that even better because I can take it with me. So I'm not tethered to a TV. Mm. But I must be the oddball. Must be. Must be. Uh, Carmen, I think you got something about drones. Is that correct? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought, you know, someone's got to mention that uh, the Wings, Delivery Wing is uh, no, a Google offshoot of uh, Alphabet's offshoot of whatever. And uh, they uh, took flight for the first time in Virginia. They're delivering... I think just snacks and healthcare products in a uh, town of Christianburg, Virginia. And they are now certified as a commercial air carrier, which allows them wow. to do that. Yeah. Um, it allows them to deliver to people who live miles away and uh, might not be able to uh, get to, I think it's, I don't want to say the wrong company, the wrong store that they partnered with, but Walgreens. I'm going to say, I think, I think it's Walgreens. 
which is why snacks and uh, and care healthcare products. Hmm. Which is, I mean, right now, like um, I know CVS is testing delivery for uh, prescriptions as well. Uh, I think UPS, you know, that the the really essential items that people need that might not have access to. So this is interesting because there's another delivery thing that's been happening here in Pittsburgh that apparently has gotten a little bit of controversy. Actually, Chachi's the first one I saw this from. He actually had an encounter with one of these uh, Starship six-wheel delivery oh. robots. And I think they're doing food delivery out in Oakland right now. And I think this is in association with the University of Pittsburgh because that's who I saw respond. Yeah. So unfortunately, the issue is that uh, – <clears throat> excuse me um, – the issue is that when they go to the corner of the road, um, they, uh, they they line up in the curb cut. So when you're a wheel per, wheelchaired individual, you can't use the curb cut. And this one this one lady was uh, talking about how she was literally stuck on Forbes Avenue because this robot was in the way and she couldn't get onto the sidewalk. <laughs> So, um, I and then I saw a follow up tweet by University of Pittsburgh saying that they have suspended the uh, the program, uh, citing uh, fixing this issue, this technical issue. <coughs> so, uh, and it's a little, um, geez, what is that? Maybe two feet tall uh, robot, you know, in uh, a little six wheel thing. Is it's like what we've seen before, where it's like got the top that looks like it probably pops up, and that's where um, your stuff. <laughs> I don't know if it's just like crossing the street with people in this video here. So it's like a half height R two unit. Yeah, it is. I mean, it looks like a droid, a droid of some sort, right? Mm-hmm. Perfect for that new Star Wars trailer that popped up last night. Um, I watched that this morning, by the way. That was great. Uh, so you can check it out. It's over at uh, Starship XYZ. <laughs> so uh, that's the company that's doing it. And again, it looks like they're they're kind of in partnerships uh, with these um, local companies. Uh, doing this too so we're just uh, calling everything starship now aren't we apparently we're just rolling with it right um, so elon musk i mean none of them are capable of interstellar travel but we're just throwing the name out there is that the one the, the starship that, that he's talking about is that the one that i was reading that is supposed to be the connector between like earth and the the moon base that we're supposed to be building right yeah not interstellar travel so it's just a spaceship yes you you gotta you gotta leave our star system, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You gotta leave this the, the, the solar system, the system of this one star for other stars. Jefferson, for Jefferson was the first to do this. They went directly from airplane to starship. Mm-hmm. Uh you know, we're just skipping over the spaceship. It's like Windows eight to Windows ten. Mm-hmm. What happened? What happened to Windows spaceship? Yeah, exactly. I think he was talking <laughs> about Windows nine. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> Come on, Chilla. <laughs> what a dumb name, Chilla. It's Windows Spaceship. Windows. That's that's the next version. The next frontier. Somewhere there's a sign of uh, classified Windows Starship. <laughs> it's their code name. Somewhere in Microsoft up there in, in, in Redmond is is this thing. So, uh, geez. What else we got here, uh, guys? Uh, anything else you want to touch on? Katie, do you have anything you want to We didn't talk about the uh, Disney Plus Verizon. Oh, a lot of Disney Plus options yeah. coming up. I don't have a good article. This one's so I, it was so it, the thing I saw coming around was that Disney Plus, if you upgrade to or have the Disney, or, I'm sorry, Verizon Unlimited plan, that you'll be getting it. Yeah, as part of it. Yeah, yeah. for well, for a year, I think mm-hmm. for a year. Yeah, and that's yeah. six ninety nine a month. And uh, 
although not all Disney um, titles will be available all of the time. I, I don't know if they're doing that vault thing, mm-hmm. but I know that they said for some reasons, like certain, like a lot of the Marvel movies won't be available immediately. Mm-hmm. Some things will have to come in and out of rotation. Uh, anything that you download, you can keep indefinitely. Okay. So just oh. just download everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> just fill your iPad. Yeah, and like, then record them on the VHS. Yeah. <laughs> You're ready for this. You're ahead of the curve. Floppy disk. Yeah, floppy floppy disks. When they were really floppy. Then you put them in the clamshell case VHS is just like, you know, back in the day, right? That's so nice. I see those. Aren't those tapes supposed to be going for like a good bid? And I see them for like a buck at the thrift shop. I don't know. I have a lot of questions when people are like, this is worth this much money. And then at some point someone had told me like a lot of the Beanie Babies that are worth a lot of money was because they sold on eBay for a lot of money because they were filled with drugs. <laughs> oh. And that's why a lot of times when you see Beanie Babies still being sold for a lot of money, you're like, look, this guy sold his for blah, blah, blah. That's because it was filled with drugs. <laughs> I learned something. Yeah. Beanie Babies full of drugs. Yes. So, I have like 100 Beanie Babies in my attic. I'm going to go open them up now. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's they're how people ship them and sell them. They were really expensive. It's like <laughs> the mystery box of stuff that you can get on eBay. The dog loves them for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> I should give them the kittens. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> just beanie babies full of catnip it'll be just fine it'll be just fine did you did you see the marvel podcast thing oh they're doing podcasts too yeah so about I, I didn't really i didn't know i've by never the, by the way do, uh, follow up before we get to that wwe's podcast network is starting and i think we i talked about it, i had a conversation with their legal team because of that uh but <laughs> They, uh, uh, a friend of the Wrestling Mayhem show is starting their first podcast, Corey Graves. Cool. So that's uh, coming up here soon, and I'll be subscribed to that at the end of the month. Uh, but what's Marvel doing? So I, I guess they've done this before. They did Wolverine, The Long Night. Which... Yeah, that was uh, an Audible thing. I No, a Stitcher thing. Was it a Stitcher thing? Yeah, it was a Stitcher story podcast, I think. So they're partnering up with Sirius XM and Pandora, and they're doing 10 episodes... The first four focus on Wolverine, Hawkeye, Black Widow, and Star-Lord. Mm-hmm. And then it turns into the four superheroes teaming up. So it sounds like a pretty cool concept other than the fact that, well, as long as it's on Pandora free, mm-hmm. but I don't have SiriusXM. But it, I don't know. It sounds like a cool concept. And the thing that I like is you don't have to worry about them ever switching out an actor. I guess you could be a voice actor, but... I feel like you don't have to worry about like the whole movie thing of, hey, this actor is going to change or they're going to get rid of this person. They can keep the stories going pretty much forever. Mm-hmm. So, and even the uh, the long night one. I'm looking at the description for that one. This was the one they did at the tail end of 2017. It was 10 episodes following uh, agents tracking a legendary mutant as he hunts down a serial killer in a fictional Alaskan town. And then I got ah, recording. Mm-hmm. It. Who could it be? Who could it be? Mm. Um, interesting. So, and again, never really kind of sat down and listened to these, but, um, but also that was included in the Stitcher premium at the time too. <laughs> That's why I didn't listen to it. Yeah. I think these are going to be on Pandora free. Okay. Hey, something to bring you into the platform, right? So that's how I'm listening. Yeah. I was just giving somebody crap for using Pandora at a wrestling show and not paying for it and hearing the commercials <laughs> <laughs> before a show. I'm like, Every year. Oh, I thought it was Spotify. So, uh, hi, wheels. <laughs> Anyways, and my document went away. Where are we on time here? Yeah, a few minutes still. Um, 
let me refine my my document here. Uh, let's see. So there was another. Hey guys, there's another retro console. <laughs> Whoa! By the way, one up uh, arcade cabinets has a has a Final Fight one out now. So, but I, I still feel like I'm going to break those um, controllers. Have any of you had laid hands on those in the WalMarts? I've seen like a, a, a Mortal Kombat and Street Fighter one was set up one time. I think like Century Three or something. Or the like half height arcade, the half height arcade one. Costco's yeah. been having them. Okay, and I played the one that was like Centipede and a couple old Atari mm-hmm. games. And I saw this time when I walked through, they now have the Mortal Kombat one, but I didn't get to stop by. The, the Centipede one, the old Atari Retro, mm-hmm. worked pretty well. They have a Marble Madness one. Uh, no, I don't think so. Mm. But they do have like a Ninja Turtles one that has the two arcade games with four players. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have like a a, a Capcom uh, a Capcom Marvel one that has like. Marvel superheroes, and I think it's the X Men fighting game, okay. like the pre X Men versus Street Fighter stuff. Um, but anyways, the, the the thing that I found here, uh, a company named Analog is basically doing a. I mean, it looks like a Game Boy, basically. It looks like a really nice uh, uh, Game Boy SP, or actually more Game Boy Color kind of thing, uh, but with a really nice LCD screen and everything. Uh, Two hundred dollar pocket, and it's actually going to be capable. To play, uh, I think it said NES, Super Nintendo, and Genesis, and uh, with adapters that are going to come out in the near future. So um, it's it's pretty cool. And say a nice LCD screen for those old, you know, black and white Castlevania Two, Belmont's Revenge, <laughs> and everything like that. Uh, so another cool console they have. But at least on. you can play this in the dark. That was always. Oh, my I'm big... sorry. This, this one, this one actually is going to be get an adapter to play. Um, Atari Lynx, Neo Geo Pocket Color, and Sega Game Gear games. I need something to play my Game Gear games. Yeah. Now we're talking because Game Gears are freaking going. Like the screens are going, the sounds going. Like they're not holding up as well as anything else right now. And it's hard to get. I have like two of them, and there's something different wrong with each one of them. It's kind of like the Sega CD problem we had, Katie. Yeah. So um, I think I had Lemmings. Was Lemmings on Game Gear? There was. There's definitely a Lemmings yeah. on Game Gear. I, like I played that for days. It was on everything in the early '90s, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. So, um, I mean, it, yeah. So, um, so it's two hundred dollars by a company named Analog, and uh, it's a pretty nice little console from the looks of it. I mean, it looks like something that would go right next to your 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 iPhone <laughs> with this. So, um, go look at that. How, I don't know about $200, but it'd be nice to have a nice console to play some of our stuff. See how much these adapters are going to be when they come out. You upgrade to the 32X. What's that? You upgrade to the 32X. We can't go to the 32X. <laughs> Let's not do that to ourselves. Hey, the 32X. No, come on. The 32X still works. and the uh, But I lost the one cord, so I have to bring the audio out through my um, through the headphone jack on my old school Genesis. So <laughs> it's like it's such a weird, like like I have my Genesis. It's hooked up. I can play my my Knuckles Chaotix or my Star Wars Arcade, but I gotta be plugged in with like my earbuds, you know, and close enough to the Genesis to do it. Thankfully, I have things kind of set up in a small room. Uh, it's it's very very thank you thank you headphone jack on the Genesis. Um, no thank you all your weird add on mechanicians. They're freaking weird. Uh, Chilla Carmen, you have anything else you want to touch on? Touch on. Ooh, talk about the skin. Mm-hmm. Good. I was gonna, <laughs> is there any porn news? Because I was going to try no. to segue from military-grade floppies. No, no. absolutely <laughs> not. I'm very sad. There is nothing going on. Pornhub uh, hasn't put out their Halloween list. This is going to be porn news. 
Yes. Uh, this will be my prediction for this year that this will be porn news. Uh, research has researchers have created an artificial skin that makes your phone ticklish, um, <laughs> among other things. You can you could pinch it, you can squeeze it if you're angry. Um, it's it looks like skin. It's like a skin case. It's gross. Um, it doesn't have a, a lot of useful features right now. It's just but, like wrapped around the phone? Yeah, right now. I mean, it's it's all a prototype. What I if think. devices were covered in artificial skin? Yeah, what if? It doesn't need to be so realistic looking, but it is right now. But I believe that the realism will come in handy mm-hmm. uh, for Pornhub and uh, and their associated sites. Always, They're definitely petting it and tickling, mm-hmm. and it pops up. Yeah, something to do with your other head. Um. Okay. Uh, so, wait, so what is the practical application for this? See, I don't want to get too into that. Uh, okay. What is the impl- right now? What is the scientific <laughs> application for this? Right now, I think it's uh, it's using robotics uh, for safety. Okay. Um, for sensing capabilities, I I would imagine to sense what is safe for a human mm. in an environment. Um. But yeah, I could see. I, I don't see a lot of practical applications for a phone case covered in it. But I mean, they're talking about being able to send emotions using your touch, mm-hmm. so squeezing to send anger. So this sounds like something that should be applied to like robots eventually. Well, in the sense, certain yeah, kind of it is. Or it is certain, applied to robots. Or certain kinds of robots, very realistic robots, right? That like Terminator robots. No, no, not. <laughs> no, we're not thinking those ones. No. Companions, not robots that kill you, <laughs> but those that keep you company. <laughs> right. Uh, but I, I think what they're what they're experimenting with now is using it using these to send sensations to another user, mm-hmm. uh, to another interface. Um, so you can see where that would go from there. Mm-hmm. Use your imagination. Right. Um, interesting. Interesting. We'll have a link for that so you guys can see the creepy, creepy video. Uh, <laughs> so. Uh, well, I guess on that note, as <laughs> I don't know why my document keeps closing. Thank you, Google Docs. Um, on that note, guys, I think that's all we, we need to touch on today. Um, stay tuned, of course. Uh, we will have uh, Pittsburgh Current will be in here again on Thursday morning. And actually, speaking of which, you can check my new wrestling column, currently wrestling over there at PittsburghCurrent.com. That'll be a, a Bi-weekly. Is that, is that the right term? Every two weeks? Bi-weekly? Yeah. It, that feels right. Every two weeks or twice a week. Or twice a week? It, it goes either. either way? It means either, yeah. It means the one that's less work for me. Mm-hmm. Yay, English language. <laughs> right. So, uh, bye with a key out there. It'll be in the print edition, I understand, uh, starting with the next edition coming up, uh, which I think it drops next Tuesday. So, uh, i got to get writing myself uh, with updates around what's going on around here. Uh, anything, uh, coming up? Well, Carmen, what are, you, what are you up to? Uh, nothing much. Um, I'm going to buy this. Uh, I did buy this pizza book and I'm going to immediately after the show, eat some slice on Broadway. Fantastic. And say, yes, you're right. What? Yes. The book is right. There's a book. The book is correct. You're correct. Book. <laughs> Where can people find you online? Um, Carmen Avenue on Twitter and, um, you can put a pizza walk with me uh, for my link because actually I was in at least one of those uh, pizza journalism articles. Really? Yeah, I accompanied Dan to uh, to, to one of those interviews. Nice. 
Katie. Dutters. Hi. What do you want to plug this week? I don't know. Zombie Den. Zombie Den. Yay, I'll have my zombie out there Thursday night and Friday night. I need to get down there. And then Saturday, he'll be at Night Market. And then wherever else we decide to show up. Where's a, Is that at Market Square? Yeah. Okay. It's Friday up night. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Swing down there for that stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, here, of course, the K Dutters on the tweets. Tweets is. And, and you can see me failing to uh, plan surprise birthday parties on Twitter. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's a thing. That really Smooth. got. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, check your windows. And, you know, I looked and I was like, hey, that's okay. That's the one that has Katie's face on it because uh-huh. I'm in Messenger. And I didn't notice. That her face was right beside yours because it's doing that overlap thing the way <laughs> Messenger works now. And I'm just like, oh, no, you're here, too. Oh, no. We're not talking about you. We're talking no, about a different missing Just, a, just ignore birthday. us. Just ignore us. John Chichilla. At Chill on the Twitters. John Chichilla on the Facebook. You got us. I love the DVD ended behind you that we're testing. Yeah. You got a wonderful guy just looking over your shoulder. <laughs> just oh. uh, <laughs> 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 happy Halloween, Chilla. <laughs> Uh, thank you. Check out everything at awesomecast.com, sorgatronmedia.com. We just dropped um, uh, Bardic Mystery Tour. Uh, we just dropped in the feed today uh, their latest travels in their uh, Dungeon and Dragon podcast, our friends at Thrifty Podcast, sporting the Thrifty Podcast today. Go get their merch. But here, God bless you. God bless you. Does that sneeze? Um, and uh, a lot of other fun stuff going on there. Of course, a lot of wrestling podcasts, sports podcasts. And of course, Pittsburgh Current, and uh, and 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 I hear there might be a podcast coming out. I just got a we saw I saw a tweet about Broadcast 2.0 coming out, returning. Mm, our friend Kim Lyons is hitting up, and we're we're uh, looks like that's going to be spinning up soon. So look for that to return. And hi, mom, in the chat room. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. Thank you, producer Missy and uh, Mike. Still here, hanging <laughs> out, learning all the buttons. And stuff and all this stuff that I keep accidentally closing and turning off. Uh, We'll see you guys next time. You've been our awesome audience. Have an awesome week. This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com.